Hello, welcome back to Meditating the Word. My name is Cherie. I'm your host and fellow traveler on this journey through the Bible in a year. Whether you've been reading the Bible for years, or if this is your first time to read it from Genesis to Revelation, I'm glad to have you with us. Oh my goodness, guys, this is day 200. Can you believe it? What an accomplishment. We've come a long way, but we still have more of our journey ahead. So let's jump into today's passage. Today we're reading 2 Kings 18, 2 Chronicles 29 through 31, and we're praying Psalm 48. I'm reading from the World English Bible. Let's get started. The Second Book of Kings, Chapter 18. Now in the third year of Hosea, son of Elah, king of Israel, Hezekiah, the son of Ahaz, king of Judah, began to reign. He was twenty-five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned twenty-nine years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abi, the daughter of Zechariah. He did that which was right in the Lord's eyes, according to all that David his father had done. He removed the high places, broke the pillars, and cut down the Asherah, He also broke in pieces the bronze serpent that Moses had made, because in those days the children of Israel burned incense to it and called it Nehushtan. He trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel, so that after him no one was like him among all the kings of Judah, nor among them that were before him, for he joined with the Lord. He didn't depart from following him, but kept his commandments, which the Lord commanded Moses. The Lord was with him. Wherever he went, he prospered. He rebelled against the king of Assyria and didn't serve him. He struck the Philistines to Gaza and its borders, from the tower of the watchmen to the fortified city. In the fourth year of King Hezekiah, which was the seventh year of Hosea, son of Elah, king of Israel, Shalmaneser, king of Assyria, came up against Samaria and besieged it. At the end of three years they took it. In the sixth year of Hezekiah, which was the ninth year of Hosea, king of Israel, Samaria was taken. The king of Assyria carried Israel away to Assyria and put them in Halah and on the Habor, the river of Gozan, and in the cities of the Medes, because they didn't obey the Lord their God's voice, but transgressed his covenant, even all that Moses the servant of the Lord commanded, and would not hear it or do it. Now in the fourteenth year of King Hezekiah, Sennacherib, King of Assyria came up against all the fortified cities of Judah and took them. Hezekiah, king of Judah, sent to the king of Assyria at Lachish, saying, I have offended you. Withdraw from me. That which you put on me I will bear. The king of Assyria appointed Hezekiah, king of Judah, three hundred talents of silver and thirty talents of gold. Hezekiah gave him all the silver that was found in the Lord's house and in the treasures of the king's house. At that time, Hezekiah cut off the gold 
from the doors of the Lord's temple and from the pillars which Hezekiah king of Judah had overlaid and gave it to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria sent Tartan, Rabsaris, and Rabshakeh from Lachish to king Hezekiah with a great army to Jerusalem. They went up and came to Jerusalem. When they had come up, they came and stood by the conduit of the upper pool, which is in the highway of the fuller's field. When they had called to the king, Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, who was over the household, and Shebna, the scribe, and Joah, the son of Asaph, the recorder, came out to them. Rabshakeh said to them, Say now to Hezekiah, The great king, the king of Assyria, says, What confidence is this in which you trust? You say, but they are but vain words. There is counsel and strength for war. Now on whom do you trust that you have rebelled against me? Now behold, you trust in the staff of this bruised reed, even in Egypt. If a man leans on it, it will go into his hand and pierce it. So is Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, to all who trust on him. But if you tell me we trust in the Lord our God, isn't that he whose high places and whose altars Hezekiah has taken away and has said to Judah and to Jerusalem, Ye shall worship before this altar in Jerusalem. Now, therefore, please give pledge to my master, the king of Assyria, and I will give you two thousand horses if you are able on your part to set riders on them. How then can you turn away from the face of one captain of the least of my master's servants and put your trust on Egypt for chariots and for horsemen? Have I now come up without the Lord against this place to destroy it? The Lord said to me, Go up against this land and destroy it. Then Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, Shebna, and Joah said to Rabshakeh, Please speak to your servants in the Syrian language, for we understand it. Don't speak with us in the Jews' language, in the hearing of the people who are on the wall. But Rabshakeh said to them, Has my master sent me to your master and to you to speak these words? Hasn't he sent me to the men who sit on the wall to eat their own dung and to drink their own urine with you? Then Rabshakeh stood and cried with a loud voice in the Jews' language and spoke, saying, Hear the word of the great king, the king of Assyria. The king says, Don't let Hezekiah deceive you, for he will not be able to deliver you out of his hand. Don't let Hezekiah make you trust in the Lord, saying, The Lord will surely deliver us, and this city shall not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Don't listen to Hezekiah, for the king of Assyria says, Make your peace with me, and come out to me, and every one of you eat from his own vine, and every one from his own fig tree, and every one drink water from his own cistern, until I come and take you away to a land like your own land, a land of grain and new wine, a land of bread and vineyards, a land of olive trees and of honey, that you may live and not die. Don't listen to Hezekiah 
when he persuades you, saying, The Lord will deliver us. Has any of the gods of the nations ever delivered his land out of the hand of the king of Assyria? Where are the gods of Hamath and of Arpad? Where are the gods of Sepharvaim, of Hena, and Eva? Have they delivered Samaria out of my hand? Who are they among all the gods of the countries that have delivered their country out of my hand, that the Lord should deliver Jerusalem out of my hand? But the people stayed quiet and answered him not a word, for the king's commandment was, Don't answer him. Then Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, who was over the household, came with Shebna, the scribe, and Joah, the son of Asaph, the recorder, to Hezekiah with their clothes torn, and told him Rabshakeh's words. The Second Book of Chronicles, chapters 29 through 31. Hezekiah began to reign when he was twenty-five years old, and he reigned twenty-nine years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abijah, the daughter of Zechariah. He did that which was right in the Lord's eyes, according to all that David his father had done. In the first year of his reign, in the first month, he opened the doors of the Lord's house and repaired them. He brought in the priests and the Levites and gathered them together into the wide place on the east and said to them, Listen to me, you Levites. Now sanctify yourselves and sanctify the house of the Lord, the God of your fathers, and carry the filthiness out of the holy place. For our fathers were unfaithful and have done that which was evil in the Lord our God's sight, and have forsaken him, and have turned away their faces from the habitation of the Lord, and turned their backs. Also they have shut up the doors of the porch, and put out the lamps, and have not burned incense, nor offered burnt offerings in the holy place to the God of Israel. Therefore the Lord's wrath was on Judah and Jerusalem, and he has delivered them to be tossed back and forth, to be an astonishment and a hissing, as you see with your eyes. For behold, our fathers have fallen by the sword, and our sons and our daughters and our wives are in captivity for this. Now it is in my heart to make a covenant with the Lord, the God of Israel, that his fierce anger may turn away from us, my sons, don't be negligent now, for the Lord has chosen you to stand before him, to minister to him, and that you should be his ministers and burn incense. Then the Levites arose, Mahath, the son of Amasai, and Joel, the son of Azariah, of the sons of the Kohathites, and of the sons of Merari, Kish, the son of Abdi, and Azariah, the son of Jehalalel, and of the Gershonites, Joah, the son of Zimna, and Eden, the son of Joah, and of the sons of Elizaphan, Shimri, and Jeuel, and of the sons of Asaph, Zechariah, and Mataniah, and of the sons of Haman, Jehuel, and Shimei, and of the sons of Jeduthun, Shemaiah, and Aziel, 
they gathered their brothers sanctified themselves and went in according to the commandment of the king by the lord's words to cleanse the lord's house the priests went into the inner part of the lord's house to cleanse it and brought out all the uncleanness that they found in the lord's temple into the court of the lord's house the levites took it from there to carry it out to the brook kidron now they began on the first day of the first month to sanctify and on the eighth day of the month they came to the lord's porch they sanctified the lord's house in eight days and on the sixteenth day of the first month they finished then they went in to hezekiah the king within the palace and said we have cleansed all the lord's house including the altar of burnt offering with all its vessels and the table of showbread with all its vessels moreover we have prepared and sanctified all the vessels which king ahaz threw away in his reign when he was unfaithful behold they are before the lord's altar then hezekiah the king arose early gathered the princes of the city and went up to the lord's house they brought seven bulls seven rams seven lambs and seven male goats for a sin offering for the kingdom for the sanctuary and for judah he commanded the priests the sons of aaron to offer them on the lord's altar so they killed the bulls and the priests received the blood and sprinkled it on the altar they killed the rams and sprinkled the blood on the altar they also killed the lambs and sprinkled the blood on the altar they brought near the male goats for the sin offering before the king and the assembly and they laid their hands on them then the priests killed them and they made a sin offering with their blood on the altar to make atonement for all israel for the king commanded that the burnt offering and the sin offering should be made for all israel he set the levites in the lord's house with cymbals with stringed instruments and with harps according to the commandment of david of gad the king's seer and nathan the prophet for the commandment was from the lord by his prophets the levites stood with david's instruments and the priests with the trumpets hezekiah commanded them to offer the burnt offering on the altar when the burnt offering began the lord's song also began along with the trumpets and the instruments of david king of israel all the assembly worshipped the singers sang and the trumpeters sounded all this continued until the burnt offering was finished when they had finished offering the king and all who were present with him bowed themselves and worshipped moreover hezekiah the king and the princes commanded the levites to sing praises to the lord with the words of david and of asaph the seer they sang praises with gladness and they bowed their heads and worshipped then hezekiah answered now you have consecrated yourselves to the lord come near and bring sacrifices and thank offerings into the lord's house the assembly brought in sacrifices and thank offerings and as many as were of a willing heart brought burnt offerings the number of the burnt offerings which the assembly brought was seventy bulls one hundred rams and two hundred lambs all these were for a burnt offering to the lord the consecrated things were six hundred head of cattle 
and three thousand sheep. But the priests were too few, so that they could not skin all of the burnt offerings. Therefore their brothers, the Levites, helped them until the work was ended, and until the priests had sanctified themselves. For the Levites were more upright in heart to sanctify themselves than the priests. Also, the burnt offerings were in abundance, with the fat of the peace offerings, and with the drink offerings for every burnt offering. So the service of the Lord's house was set in order. Hezekiah and all the people rejoiced because of that which God had prepared for the people, for the thing was done suddenly. Hezekiah sent to all Israel and Judah, and wrote letters also to Ephraim and Manasseh, that they should come to the Lord's house at Jerusalem to keep the Passover to the Lord, the God of Israel. For the king had taken counsel with his princes and all the assembly in Jerusalem to keep the Passover in the second month, for they could not keep it at that time, because the priests had not sanctified themselves in sufficient number, and the people had not gathered themselves together to Jerusalem. The thing was right in the eyes of the king and of all the assembly, so they established a decree to make proclamation throughout all Israel, from Beersheba even to Dan, that they should come to keep the Passover to the Lord, the God of Israel, at Jerusalem, for they had not kept it in great numbers in the way it is written. So the couriers went with the letters from the king and his princes throughout all Israel and Judah, according to the commandment of the king, saying, You children of Israel, turn again to the Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, that he may return to the remnant of you that have escaped out of the hand of the kings of Assyria. Don't be like your fathers and like your brothers who trespassed against the Lord, the God of their fathers, so that he gave them up to desolation, as you see. Now don't be stiff-necked as your fathers were, but yield yourselves to the Lord and enter into his sanctuary, which he has sanctified forever and serve the Lord your God, that his fierce anger may turn away from you. For if you turn again to the Lord, your brothers and your children will find compassion with those who led them captive, and will come again into this land, because the Lord your God is gracious and merciful, and will not turn away his face from you if you return to him. So the couriers passed, from city to city, through the country of Ephraim and Manasseh, even to Zebulun. But the people ridiculed them and mocked them. Nevertheless, some men of Asher, Manasseh, and Zebulun humbled themselves and came to Jerusalem. Also, the hand of God came on Judah to give them one heart to do the commandment of the king and of the princes by the Lord's word. Many people assembled at Jerusalem to keep the Feast of Unleavened Bread in the second month, a very great assembly. They arose and took away the altars that were in Jerusalem, and they took away all the altars for incense and threw them into the brook Kidron. Then they killed the Passover on the fourteenth day of the second month. The priests and the Levites were ashamed, 
and sanctified themselves and brought burnt offerings into the Lord's house. They stood in their place after their order, according to the law of Moses, the man of God. The priests sprinkled the blood which they received by the hand of the Levites, for there were many in the assembly who had not sanctified themselves. Therefore, the Levites were in charge of killing the Passovers for everyone who was not clean, to sanctify them to the Lord. For a multitude of the people, even many of Ephraim, Manasseh, Issachar, and Zebulun, had not cleansed themselves, yet they ate the Passover other than the way it was written. For Hezekiah had prayed for them, saying, May the good, the Lord, pardon everyone who sets his heart to seek God the Lord, the God of his fathers, even if they aren't clean, according to the purification of the sanctuary. The Lord listened to Hezekiah and healed the people. The children of Israel who were present at Jerusalem kept the Feast of Unleavened Bread seven days with great gladness. The Levites and the priests praised the Lord day by day, singing with loud instruments to the Lord. Hezekiah spoke encouragingly to all the Levites who had good understanding in the service of the Lord. So they ate throughout the feast for the seven days, offering sacrifices of peace offerings and making confession to the Lord, the God of their fathers. The whole assembly took counsel to keep another seven days, and they kept another seven days with gladness. For Hezekiah, king of Judah, gave to the assembly for offerings one thousand bulls and seven thousand sheep, and the princes gave to the assembly a thousand bulls and ten thousand sheep, and a great number of priests sanctified themselves. All the assembly of Judah, with the priests and of the Levites, and all the assembly who came out of Israel, and the foreigners who came out of Jerusalem. For since the time of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, there was nothing like this in Jerusalem. Then the Levitical priests arose and blessed the people. Their voice was heard, and their prayer came up to his holy habitation, even to heaven. Now when all this was finished, all Israel who were present went out to the cities of Judah and broke the pillars in pieces, cut down the Asherah poles, and broke down the high places and the altars out of all Judah and Benjamin, also in Ephraim and Manasseh, until they had destroyed them all. Then all the children of Israel returned, every man to his possession, into their own cities. Hezekiah appointed the divisions of the priests and the Levites, after their divisions, every man according to his service, both the priests and the Levites, for burnt offerings and for peace offerings, to minister, to give thanks, and to praise in the gates of the Lord's camp. He also appointed the king's portion of his possessions for the burnt offerings, for the morning and evening burnt offerings, and the burnt offerings for the Sabbaths, for the new moons, and for the set feasts, as it is written in the Lord's law. Moreover, he commanded the people who lived in Jerusalem to give the portion of the priests and of the Levites that they might give themselves to the Lord's law. As soon as the commandment went out, 
the children of Israel gave in abundance the first fruits of grain, new wine, oil, honey, and all of the increase of the field, and they brought in the tithe of all things abundantly. The children of Israel and Judah, who lived in the cities of Judah, also brought in the tithe of cattle and sheep, and the tithe of dedicated things which were consecrated to the Lord their God, and laid them in heaps. In the third month they began to lay the foundation of the heaps, and finished them in the seventh month. When Hezekiah and the princes came and saw the heaps, they blessed the Lord and his people Israel. Then Hezekiah questioned the priests and the Levites about the heaps. Azariah, the chief priest of the house of Zadok, answered him and said, Since people began to bring the offerings into the Lord's house, we have eaten and had enough and have plenty left over, for the Lord has blessed his people, and that which is left is this great store. Then Hezekiah commanded them to prepare rooms in the Lord's house, and they prepared them. They brought in the offerings, the tithes, and the dedicated things faithfully. Conaniah the Levite was ruler over them, and Shemaiah his brother was second. Jehiel, Azaziah, Nahath, Asahel, Jeremoth, Josabad, Eliael, Ismachiah, Mahath, and Benaiah were overseers under the hand of Conaniah and Shemaiah his brother. By the appointment of Hezekiah, the king and Azariah the ruler of God's house. Koreh, the son of Imnah the Levite, the gatekeeper at the east gate, was over the freewill offerings of God to distribute the Lord's offerings and the most holy things. Under him were Eden, Meniamin, Jeshua, Shemaiah, Amariah, and Shechaniah, in the cities of the priests, in their offices of trust, to give to their brothers by divisions, to the great as well as to the small, in addition to those who were listed by genealogy of males from three years old and upward, even everyone who entered into the Lord's house as the duty of every day required for their service in their offices according to their divisions. And those who were listed by genealogy of the priests by their fathers' houses, and the Levites from twenty years old and upward, in their offices by their divisions, and those who were listed by genealogy of all their little ones, their wives, their sons, and their daughters, through all the congregation, for in the office of trust they sanctified themselves in holiness. Also, for the sons of Aaron the priests, who were in the fields of the pasture lands of their cities, in every city, there were men who were mentioned by name to give portions to all the males among the priests and to all who were listed by genealogy among the Levites. Hezekiah did so throughout all Judah, and he did that which was good, right, and faithful before the Lord his God. In every work that he began in the service of God's house, in the law and in the commandments, to seek his God, he did it with all his heart and prospered. The Book of Psalms, Psalm 48, a song, a psalm by the sons of Korah. 
Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, in the city of our God, in his holy mountain, beautiful in elevation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion, on the north sides, the city of the great king. God has shown himself in her citadels as a refuge. For behold, the kings assembled themselves. They passed by together. They saw it, and they were amazed. They were dismayed. They hurried away. Trembling took hold of them there. Pain as of a woman in travail. With the east wind you break the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen. In the city of the Lord of armies, in the city of our God, God will establish it forever, Selah. We have thought about your loving kindness, God, in the middle of your temple. As is your name, God, so is your praise to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is full of righteousness. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk about Zion and go around her. Number its towers. Notice her bulwarks. Consider her palaces that you may tell it to the next generation. For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to death. Father God, you are great and greatly to be praised. Your kingdom is established forever. Thank you, Father, for your word, for your loving kindness, and for your faithfulness. Amen. Well, there we have it, another chapter in our journey through the Bible. It's not always easy to understand, but remember, it's not a race, and each word we read is a seed planted in our hearts. Thank you for being part of this journey. Join us tomorrow and every day as we continue our journey through the pages of the Bible. This is Cherie signing off for the day. Remember, you are in my prayers. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.